Hey, what is up, y'all? Welcome back to Real Talks, PT School and Beyond. Real Talks about the victories, the struggles, and all the experiences that make up the journey to becoming a doctor of physical therapy. My guest today shares his story on how he discovered his passion for physical therapy, how being rejected the first time applying led to a tremendous amount of growth, and how all of his experiences set him up to become a successful future physical therapist. Stay tuned, y'all. We got a great conversation coming your way. All right. Welcome back to Real Talks PT School and Beyond. Today, I have a very special guest with me live from Oregon, uh, Mr. Bo Duranslet. Bo, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Taylor? I'm awesome. Thank you for joining me. Bo is one of my classmates over at AT Still University. And yeah, I'm super excited to hear your story. Let's get started with, so where did you grow up? So I grew up from, I'm right here at uh, the house that I grew up in right now, Portland, Oregon, Um, you know, born and raised. I uh, went to, I stayed home for school, went to Portland State University. Um, I I played football over there. So that kind of led my decision to play over there. Um, and, and then, yeah, I studied health sciences over there. That's where I got my degree in. Nice. So what, so you played football and so you were, what was that like being like a student athlete and studying and stuff? Oh man, it, it was definitely a challenge. Um, I mean, it, I played sports my whole life. Um, but you, you know, you step into that, that like college setting when it's, it really kind of starts to turn into a business. So totally. it's different. It's, it's like where you, you know, they, you got to focus on the student. The student is always first. Um, but that, you know, that sport is also important. So it was different. It was a, a, a cool, awesome, awesome experience. It was, you know, my first year being on my own, you know, I, I 20 minutes away from home, but still mm-hmm. that, that first experience of living on my own. And then you got that, the full-time student stuff. And then it's really the full-time athlete stuff. So yeah, busy, really had to learn time management. Um, that's totally. you know, the number one thing, but I, I love the experience and I wouldn't trade it for anything. Yeah. Cause I feel like they they, they give you a lot of structure when you're a student athlete. Would you say, would you say, would you agree with that? Oh, 100%. Yeah. They, you know, it's the schedule. It's when I, I started there when I was a freshman, it was wake up at, you know, this time you got weights at this time, you got study hall at this time, then you got your practice and everything. It's really, it's a, a pretty set out schedule from, you know, 6am to 8pm. So, but honestly, I, I did really like that. I like that kind of structured time and just help me stay busy. Help me stay on schedule with everything, though. Totally, totally. And so you said you studied health sciences at my degree. Yeah, my degree is called health sciences. And then we actually did we have like pre professional programs. So pre physical therapy. Like I had a, a I had my health science advisor, and then I had my pre PT advisor. So oh, very cool. Yep. Yeah. So what what made you even decide to study health sciences? Man, that's, it's kind of a, I would say it's kind of a funny story. So, you know, I, I finished uh, high school in what it was like probably June 14th. I want to say I graduated and then it's like, mm-hmm. because, because I was playing football there, uh, they wanted us there like for that summer. Mm-hmm. So I started summer school like that. Like, I think it was like that next week. I maybe like one week of summer break. Dang. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we meet with our advisor, like the football team advisor and everything. And, you know, we, we go over, okay, what do you want to do? 
I said, well, shoot, I mean, I'm 18 years old. I don't know what I want to do, really. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I figured, you know, I wanted to do something with health, like someone with medicine, someone with health, something like that. Totally. Um, And then I, you know, my, my involvement with sports and just being interested in, in, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, So we kind of tied it down to athletic training and physical therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my advisor explained if you go this physical therapy path, you can still like choose to be an athletic trainer based on the curriculum and everything. So mm-hmm. I honestly, I had no idea what physical therapy was at the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I said, sure, I'll go for it. You know, I, if I, I ends up not being what I want to do, then I can change my route, but mm-hmm. I went for it. Yeah. Yeah. So you were, so based on just like what your advisor was telling you, you were like, okay, like, I know I want to do something in health. Cause I feel like, I mean, I was similar, you know, like I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do, but I knew that I was really passionate about just like health and being healthy, you know? And so, I mean, I guess that's a good way to start, but how did you, I guess, take us along, like kind of your first year of undergrad and when did you start formulating like your path into okay physical therapy like i'm actually starting to get interested in that like how what was that first year of undergrad like for you yeah definitely i mean like i like i mentioned earlier it was tough that really that first you know two years that transition of one being on my own kind of living my own thing and wanted to be out and have fun mm-hmm. um but but then you know the addition of school the addition of like uh football and all that everything that comes with athletics Time management was really important, like I said earlier. Um, but really, it, it, there was a big learning curve. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I took my, uh, I think my first science class that I took was chemistry and barely passed that. Mm-hmm. Um, I took, you know, a couple of health science classes and a couple of just general studies classes. But um, it, it really took me probably a good two years to really like get in the role of the swing of things and, and really mm-hmm. get to understand of like what I really want to do. So I, I mean, those first couple of years, I was kind of going through the motions. Totally. Um, and then, you know, you know, I look at my, my grades and I'm like, okay, if I really want to do PT school, like I got to have to figure stuff out. Definitely. Um, so, you know, it took a good amount of kind of like reflecting and is this really what I want to do sort of thing? Um, you know, I had a meeting with my advisor and um, they went over, went over the path and everything that I kind of, how I need to pick things up. So mm-hmm. it was a, a big, like kind of awakening experience um, that like, I need to get things going if this is what I want to do. And, um, and then, you know, in the next year, this is when I kind of started to do internship stuff um, where, okay. you know, we, we start planning for internship stuff. So, um, and, you know, for my internship, I chose to um, shadow a physical therapist that was for a hundred hours. It's that, it was nice that my school had that requirement because it forced me, you know, to get out there and realize, is this really what I want to do? Yeah. Um, so, so I, I get in my hundred hours with a physical therapist. Um, honestly, a lot of it was kind of just standing around and it, totally. it wasn't my kind of like excitement, but that's really where my kind of interest started to grow. You know, I, mm-hmm. I thought this is what I want to do, but then seeing what, like what the job actually entails. That's where my interest started to grow. And then, you know, you can take that even further to where, uh, I, you know, finishing up my classes, I'm starting to do better in, you know, your anatomy classes and all the other science classes. So Mm -hmm. it really just came down to, you know, focusing on what I really wanted and making what was important to me. Um, so that's, that's kind of was my path in undergrad. And like I said, it was a, a learning curve for sure. Totally, totally you said something really good where you just kind of like did some reflection and really 
looked at you just like looked at yourself and you're like, okay, like, what do I really want? Like, was there anything that like, was there a single event that kind of caused that? Or was it really more just like looking and seeing how your grades were and, or was it just like you getting older? Like what caused you to actually do that? Yeah. Uh, I think you made a good point. It was a little bit of everything. It was a little mm-hmm. bit of just like that, that realization, a little, a little bit of like that maturing, like, okay, like, you know, I've been here for two years. I've kind of had my fun and whatnot. Totally. Um, you know, started getting the swing of things with the football, just developing that sort of routine and, um, you know, that transition. So a little bit of just the realization and a little bit of just like the, I would say I've matured a lot, you know, in that, yeah. In that first two years, like mm-hmm. I probably learned more, you know, about myself than, you know, the 18 years prior than that. So it, it awesome. was an awesome experience. Yeah. And I think that's like, it's important that for everyone to go through that and just like really figuring themselves out. So did you play football all four years while you were in college? Yep. So I, I redshirted my freshman year. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I actually, I played, I stayed for a fifth year that I was, a okay. red shirt, red shirt senior year. So I, that's when I finished up school that, um, that fifth year of the fall. Okay. Yep. Okay. And so I guess let's talk more about that first, uh, PT experience that you had. So you were just shadowing. It was an internship you were saying. Yeah. Yeah. So the school has the internship requirements, which is, um, for my case, it was a hundred hours just Mm -hmm. shadowing hundred total hours shadowing a physical therapist or some sort of thing of that setting. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I, I reached out to a couple places and, uh, the place was called North Lake physical therapy where I reached out and it's funny because I actually ended up getting a job with them after I graduated. So it was nice to kind of develop that relationship with them. It was Definitely. just an, an outpatient orthopedic kind of setting, you know, saw low back pain, feet, mm-hmm. knees, you know, neck, all that, the common stuff. And totally. um, it, that's really where my interest, you know, cause that, that's what I want to do in, you know, in, the, in my future. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to work in that, that kind of setting. So that's where my interest kind of started sparking for sure. That's awesome. And so you're, you did that your second year or your third year? That was my, the end of my third year. End End of my third third year. year. Yeah, it's when I started and then it kind of flowed into the summer. Okay, cool. And so after you did that, did you get any other, were there any other like volunteer or shadowing experiences that you did while you were still in school? I would, you know, with the football team, we did um, a couple different uh, experiences, you know, just volunteering or did you do mean like in the physical therapy? Oh yeah. Just like any, I guess I'm more just asking like what other kinds of like extracurricular stuff did you end up doing? Like while you were completing your undergrad? Honestly, I, not much. I wish I would have done more. <laughs> um, football kind of, you know, took up a lot of that time, but totally. you know, they football did a good job of kind of getting us out and, you know, doing volunteering experiences. They, they made sure that, you know, that we understood it's not just football. It's not just being a student. It's like, mm-hmm. how are you going to impact your community? Um, so, you know, we, we did a lot of community outreach and, and stuff with the community that I thought was awesome. And, you know, I, when I was in high school, I did special Olympics. I volunteered with special Olympics. So, nice. Yeah. Um, I thought that stuff was awesome. Nice. That's cool. And so, okay. So you said you, you ended up doing five years for your undergrad. Okay. Yep. And so when did you, when did you graduate with your degree? So I graduated in my last class was 2017 in the fall. 
Okay. They didn't, they didn't have a graduation ceremony that fall. So I ended up graduating in that, um, you know, spring of 2018. Okay, cool. And so you graduated with your degree in health sciences, right? Yep. Okay, cool. And then, so what did you do? What did you do after you graduated? Yeah. So I, I knew I, I wasn't exactly ready to start applying to PT school. I knew I wanted to eventually. Um, but right, right away I started looking for just physical therapy, um, aid. We call them physical therapy aids. I know Mm -hmm. some people call them physical therapy techs. Yeah. I started looking for physical therapy tech jobs and man, I, for some reason, everybody explained to me like, yeah, it's all about timing. Like some places just aren't looking for one at the right, at this time, Mm -hmm. but I could not get an an aid job. And I was like, what the heck, why, why can't I do this? Like what's, what's going on? I thought. I had, you know, a decent enough resume and I wanted yeah, to go into totally. physical therapy school. So eventually I landed a job at, and this was an awesome experience at a place called um, KMS Brain Injury Rehab. Whoa. So it's kind of a, an assisted living facility for um, individuals with traumatic brain injuries. Wow. And then they worked uh, direct. Well, there, it's funny how I got the job is I was applying to a place called Progress or PRI, which is a, a kind of an, more your outpatient um, neuro um, brain rehab place. Mm-hmm. And they're like, sorry, we don't have a job available, but they directed me over to KMS. Nice. And I, I, you know, I did that job for a good six months and it, it was kind of eye opening to myself, I would say, um, because I knew that it, neuro, you know, brain injury isn't exactly the setting that I wanted to work with. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I, I didn't know, know much about it, Yeah, but that experience kind of taught me I would say like the communication part and just like the, the empathy part, like, man, these people, these people have gone through so much with their traumatic brain injury. They literally have to relearn how to walk, relearn how to cook, like relearn everything. So that was an awesome experience for me. Um, just really getting to know these people and getting to know what they've been through. Totally, totally got that job. I did that for about six months and then I was still kind of looking for a physical therapy aid job. So then I got a job um, with Northlake actually about uh, five months in. So for a little bit, I was doing both. And then I kind of tied down to the, just the Northlake job. And that was again, an awesome experience. Really. It was a little bit different than the shadowing Mm -hmm. because I was, I would say I was a little bit more involved. I was involved with kind of the the paperwork front office sort of stuff. And then I was involved with, you know, the, the therapists were, you know, it's actually seeing the plan, you Mm -hmm. know, when you're shadowing, you're just kind of watching and like, yeah. You know, you can, you'll ask questions or whatnot, but when you're the, the aide, you're like a part of that plane and you're, you know, you're taking these patients through their exercises and you're just, I guess I took it as a learning experience for sure. Definitely. Um, just trying to like tie things together and everything. Yeah. I think that's so cool when companies will kind of cross train you to give you that bigger picture of like what it really takes to fully operate a clinic, you know, because the actual physical therapy, like services is just one aspect, you know, in terms of just like running a business and the insurance and the paperwork and the documentation and all that stuff. So that's actually, man, that was probably a super good experience for you to just like get a little glimpse of that. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, when you think of physical therapy is like, oh, you're out with the patient and doing this and that, but had no idea how much like paperwork is involved and how much on that side of things is involved. We had an awesome, you know, front office man, uh, manager, but um, the, you know, the therapist, they have so much documentation and that was 
kind of an eye-opening experience for me. I was like, dang, like, do I really want to do this? Like, I got to be on a paper all day. I thought I was just going to be out, you know, with patients and right? stuff. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's just a part of the a part of the job and it's part of the process. Totally. And then real quick, I just want to go back to you were saying some really good stuff about your experience at the neuro setting. And you'd mentioned that, like, you really didn't know anything about it. But then once you got in, it's like, whoa. You're, you're learning all these things about just communicating with patients and like putting yourself in their shoes. And I think that's a really good point to just like give yourself those different exposures to those settings because you really, you know, like you were saying, and I'm sure a lot of people like they go in, they're thinking, okay, I'm going to do ortho outpatient and that's going to be my jam. But like, you don't really know what other settings are like until you're actually in it. And that's what, that's a really cool realization that you had. Yeah, 100%. I, I can even relate this to, you know, PT school is going in my, you know, my mindset is I, I and it still is, I want to do outpatient orthopedic, but mm-hmm. you know, and everybody recommends just, you know, just keep an open mind. You never know your mind might change. Um, so yeah, I just getting a, a variety of settings and a variety of experiences, had, you know, just to create that kind of whole it's, it just improves yourself as a whole, you know? Totally, totally. More well-rounded. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> nice. Okay, so this was, so you were you were kind of balancing these two jobs for a while, and then you eventually shifted full-time to that outpatient clinic. And yep, so correct. how long were you working at that clinic for? So I worked at this clinic for about a year. Great experience. Um, eventually, I kind of hit a point where I'm like, I probably have learned as much as I can at this setting. Mm. You know, like I said, great learning experience, but I was, I was kind of at the point and, you know, I guess I can start getting into PT school application. So I, I applied that summer that I'm working the, in the, the clinic. Um, okay. And I applied to, you know, about 13 different schools and I don't get into any. Dang. Um, this was 2017. This would be 2018. 2018. Okay. So you're just, yep. you're working and you applied the summer of 2018. Yep. And didn't hear any good news from any of the schools, huh? No good news. Yeah. I, I about January is when like the final school that I applied to, they let me know. Mm-hmm. So again, it's like a big reflective time. I'm like, totally. Again, you know, do I really want to do this? I looked at, you know, some medical sales jobs. My buddy was working at a job. He tried to get me to come work with him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I start reflecting like, is, would this be worth it doing another year of, of applications and rounds yeah. and all that stuff? Um, you know, and I, it took a little bit of time, but I definitely came to the realization, you know, this is 100% what I want to do. Um, and, and like I was mentioning earlier, the, uh, I, you know, kind of learned as, as much as I felt at that time at that, uh, the physical therapy job. So mm-hmm. I start getting into personal training Nice. and, and kind of back to the application is, you know, I'm so grateful that I didn't get in that first time. Crazy to say, yeah, but, that is. <laughs> um, I, you know, in that extra year, you know, I learned so much about myself. I, that's awesome. looking back. I was not ready for school at that point. Um, just, you know, personally and, and the things that I knew and my experiences, I don't think I was ready yet. Um, so I, I, I start doing training, do that for about, you know, a year and a half until I actually started school. Mm -hmm. Love doing that. For me, it was like, 
yeah, I'm, I'm following these plans from, you know, given from the therapist for all these, these people going through, um, what they're going through. Mm-hmm. But I was like, now it's, it's kind of my turn. I want oh, to yeah. develop these plans and develop these not treatments for injuries, you know, totally. but totally. I, I related it. Like these people have these goals, you know, in rehab, people have these goals, people uh-huh. have these things going on. They have these, you know, things that they need to overcome in order to like achieve those goals. Yeah. And, and I saw personal training as the same way. Everybody has some boundaries or some things that they need to overcome to, um, you know, achieve their goals. And it really, you know, my love of fitness and, and everything being physical and wellness was there too. So I love that. I love, you know, working as a personal trainer, I still train some people online through school too. That is awesome, man. I think that's so cool because you were kind of you were going into personal training with like a physical therapist mindset on just really looking at their goals. And it's like, okay, how can we get you to those goals? That is so cool. And so where did you, where did you get your like certification for personal training? Yeah. So actually just my degree um, was good, was good for, uh, was good for the personal training. I could have went, you know, they had, I ended up working at 24 hour fitness and okay, they offered yeah. their, they offered, you know, like you can take the certification if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, but I decided, you know, I, I think yeah. I would rather learn more through experience. Totally. And, and again, the personal training side of things, that was a huge, huge learning experience too. You know, I, I figured I have a good amount of experience with, you know, exercise and how mm-hmm. to teach exercise and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. it's, you know, I realize it's so much deeper than that. <laughs> Totally. Totally. I think a lot of like personal trainers will realize like, whoa, this is, they get that first taste of like giving people exercises, but then you, you know, the more you're in it, you realize like there really is, there's so much more and it's like, Mm -hmm. it's never ending. And so physical therapy is kind of like the natural progression of like what a personal trainer would be. And so, yeah, that's really cool. What was, so what were some of the things that you learned through your personal training experiences? I would, I mean, the first thing that was kind of an eye opener to me and was a big learning curve was like the communication side of things. And really, I hate to call it like the business side of things, but Uh it's a business. You know, I got to go out, I got to get, I got to get my own clients. I have to, and I hate using the word selling, Yeah, but I have, I have to sell my, my services. Totally. And what, what really like took me from like, you know, not too many clients to starting to build like more clients was Mm -hmm. not looking at it as a sales job. I mean, now looking, it's 100% a sales job, but looking at it as like, I'm helping these people get to where they want to go. It's not like, you know, I'm, I'm selling a used car. It's like, I'm, I'm selling health. Yeah. I'm selling like educating these people. I'm selling, you know, getting these people to reach their full potential. So that was one of the big things. And then just Mm -hmm. more like on the exercise form of things of understanding that, not everybody is going to do X, Y, Z exercise. Some people might, you know, some exercises are better than others. And then just the progressions on everything. So, yeah, I think that's so good what you just said, because you really have to um, change your mindset about just like the idea of selling yourself, because like there's all this negative connotation associated with like being a salesperson, you know, but like really, I mean, when you think of sales, like how you're thinking of it, where it's like, okay, I'm not selling them like some piece of junk. It's like, I'm, I'm giving my service of education and, you know, improving someone's health. And 
it's only fair to be compensated for that, you know? And so Mm -hmm. there's no, there's nothing wrong with like selling or like receiving, you know, for your services. And so I think you did a really good job of just like shifting your mindset like that, because that really like your attitude towards that is going to influence how, and I'm sure like, like you were saying, it's like, once you shifted that way, like, you know, you noticed a big boom, huh? Like in the number of clients you had. Yeah, definitely. And then, it, once I started get clients and it just like kind of let off a little bit of pressure from me to get mm. more clients. So then they just kind of started flowing even more because it was just, and it really, it's just getting to know these people. If, totally. if you can get someone to like, like you and have good conversation, totally. it makes everything so much easier. And people, you know, people can tell when you're trying to like be a pushy salesman. So mm-hmm. I, that, that was another thing that I had like shifted away from was just being real, being genuine, being like, you know, vulnerable. That's so good, man. That's so good. I think like good communication skills is one of the most universal, like valuable tools that everyone, no matter what you're doing, can benefit from. Like if you can communicate and build connections with people like as quickly as possible, like that is so, so important. And I think, yeah, I think everyone, like literally anyone, I'm always trying to improve my communication and especially Mm -hmm. like in our field, like that's, that's really, that's where it all starts is like how you come off to other people. Oh yeah. One, 100%. And I really think that, you know, that personal training job did help me with that communication. I um, mean, you know, with the selling too, I want to, man, you know, my future goal is to own my own practice, you know, yeah. run my own business. So awesome. that learning experience was, you know, it couldn't, couldn't be better than that. That's awesome, man. That's so good. So, so you're working as a personal trainer what other things were you doing to, cause you, you, you just got rejected from all these PT schools. And so mm-hmm. what else were you doing to boost up your application during that? Yeah. Time? So I, I look at my application, I look at my resume resume and everything. And I realize like, it's, you know, it's my GPA. Yeah. <laughs> I have a good amount of experience and everything. I, I need to pick up my GPA. So I, I go to, you know, hit up the, the community college here in town and, mm-hmm. and I'm just retaking any class that, you know, I, I felt could kind of boom up my grade and boom up my GPA. Yeah. And it was, it was just a, a different experience from an undergrad. You know, when, when I, I kind of mentioned earlier, I was more so just going through the motions and everything. Totally. But I, at this point I'm like, I'm all in. So I, I'm in the books, I'm getting ready for my exams. And it was just a different mindset going in. So I retook those classes. Um, I had a couple different, a couple more experiences, just um, I, I had an inpatient experience of mm. shadowing physical therapists. Um, and then eventually I, uh, have an, another internship with a sports performance group. I'm kind of more nice. on the, the athlete side, the strength and conditioning side of things. So not physical therapy, but, um, you know, strength and conditioning. And, and that was a good experience as well. How did you get connected with that, uh, sports performance group? Yeah. So it's a group called E-Force Performance. Honestly, I, I uh, found out, I saw them on Instagram. I know a couple of my buddies at Portland State trained with them. Mm. And uh, yeah, so I, I follow on my Instagram and I know I've heard about this guy. His name is Eric Jernstrom. And uh, he's, you know, one of the, it seems like one of the top uh, performance, you know, guys in the, in the state at least. Um, so I see he has an internship that they'd run, you know, maybe two times a year. Um, and I apply to that internship. And eventually I, had, I, uh, you know, got the internship. It did get cut short kind of through the, everything with the pandemic. Mm. Um, you know, they, they, their gym had to be shut down. So yeah. 
but still it was it was a great experience and honestly i I took it kind of like as a almost a mentorship from eric oh Um, nice the things you know he his he knows so much about strength and conditioning side of things but he also knows a lot about like the what I picked up from him is like the psychology side of things. Yeah. Um, which is what I, th- I thought was, you know, really mind opening to me too. Totally. Totally. There's tons of crossover between physical therapy and like sports performance. Um, uh, one of the clinics I used to work at was like, they had their own sports performance program. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, tons of good stuff that you probably picked up from them. That's awesome. So you retook some classes so, and you're just building up all these experiences. And so it's, when did you, so you applied in 2019 to get in and start? Yep. Yep. Uh, so I uh, got second year of applications in that, that summer of 2019. Mm-hmm. Didn't hear back um, from AT still. Actually, AT still was the only place I got into. Didn't hear back until, well, I guess I was put on the wait list in, I want to say December. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, yeah, got in in January and that was January of 2020 and crazier that 2020 has had, but it was <laughs> Honestly, at least that beginning part of it was one, you know, one of the best, best days of my life and best. I thought it was, you know, going to be one of the best years of my life. (laughs) Yeah. 2020 was definitely uh, one for the books for sure for all of us. But um, man, yeah, yeah, that's, that's awesome. Tell us about what it was like. When did you take your GRE? Let's see, man, that was a while ago. I think I, yeah, I, I took the GRE that summer of 2018 when I was first applying. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah. So, and I, you were good with the scores you got? I mean, or? I did average. I did average, but I, I did get enough. I, I thought totally. about retaking it. I thought about retaking it, but I figured, you know, if I think it would be more beneficial if I just get my GPA up. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So when you were like looking, did you have anyone helping you with your PTCAS application or were you just looking at it yourself and were you like, yeah, like that's, that's not good. I got to do better. Like, I mostly just did it myself. I mm-hmm. asked, you know, I, I had conversations with some of the physical therapists that I was working with and just, you know, others that I know um, through experiences mm-hmm. and they gave me recommendations and everything. But yeah, for, for the most part, it was, it was myself and, and um, you know, just the reflection and the reflecting and just asking for advice from others. Totally. Totally. I think that's probably one of the best pieces of advice that I could give to people is like finding like mentors, like you're saying, finding people that are already in the position that you want to be in one day. Mm -hmm. And then just like picking their brain, because I've found it through my experiences that successful people, like truly successful people, they want to help other people get to where they are. The people that don't want to help you, it's like, you don't, you don't want their help anyways. (laughs) Like if they're, if a person is not even willing to help you, then it's probably says more about them. But like a truly successful person, successful person, like actually wants to help people get places. Oh, yeah. I I think you you said a great thing is if you want to be somewhere, like find out who is in that position and learn from them. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, through my my whatever two years from undergrad to PT school, I just wanted to take in like as much advice, take as much information from as many sources as possible. So you know, I would reach out to a couple of people and just say like, Hey, let's, you want to go get some lunch or something like yeah. that, or just send an email or, you know, with Instagram now send out Instagram DMS, mm-hmm. just taking as much advice in. And, you know, some, some things might like click with me. Some things might be like, eh, yeah, that's cool. But mm-hmm. you know, I like other things, but just taking as much advice in as possible. And then I, I think that's really translated to where I'm at now. 
That's awesome. That is awesome. And so, okay, so you find out that you got in, you got accepted in January of 2020. And so, and you're from out of state because we're, we're in school here in Arizona mm-hmm. and you're from Oregon. So yep. what was that transition like for you? Have you, I mean, had you ever been to Arizona before? Yeah, so I did. I went over to, uh, in October of that 2019, I, I flew out to Arizona cause I wanted to check out the school. Mm-hmm. Hadn't, of course I hadn't got in yet, but I knew like, this is, this is one of the places that I, I am really interested in. Mm-hmm. So I toured the school and everything. I checked it out with my mom, checked out a little bit of the city. I mean, didn't, didn't really do too much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that was my only experience with Arizona. And again, this was in October. Yeah. So it's like a nice 85 degree yeah. and sunny <laughs> and perfect. And I go back home to Oregon and it's, you know, 50 degrees and raining and yeah. <laughs> already I'm like, man, yeah, I would love that. I would love Arizona. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. You got it. You got us at the good time of the year, bro. <laughs> exactly. I know. And that's then smart. I move over, I move over in the summer and it's like, what is this? <laughs> Dude. Yeah. That's smart planning by the, uh, AT still tour guides to schedule the oh, tours yeah. in October. Yeah. Not in the summer. Yeah. Summers are just get through the summers and then the rest of the year is good. <laughs> right. No, it's, it's, it's opposite of Oregon because in Oregon we get like three good months of the summer, the rest of it's all raining. And then, you know, in, in Arizona, it's like, okay, you got to endure through that three months of summer. The rest of it is perfect. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. totally. So, okay. So yeah. You, so you took the tour and then you got accepted. And then when did you start moving out to Arizona? Yeah. So I, I guess I'll kind of rewind back a little bit. So j- back to January, mm-hmm. I'm doing, um, I was working at 24 hour fitness and then I, in January, I start my own business. Um, you know, someone reached out to me. Nice. Um, so they, they had their own private gym. So I started working there um, January, April or January, February, then March comes and mm-hmm. the shutdown happens. I'm, you know, at the, all throughout this time, I'm looking for places to move to Arizona. Um, mm-hmm. But I end up finding a spot and I move over in June. So we start school in July. I moved over in June. I just kind of wanted to move over a little bit early to totally, you know, get a hang of things and get familiar with the area. Totally. What was, so you started your own business, uh, just like your own personal training business? Yeah. 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 Um, just the outside that, like, you know, contracted from the gym. Mm-hmm. I pay him, I pay him for rent, um, gotcha. you know, in, in the area. And then I just kind of do my own thing. I get my own clients gotcha. and, you know, I, really, I wanted to do this because my end goal, you know, is to have my own physical therapy practice. Totally. Um, so I figured this is kind of the time to learn the business side of things. And yeah. of course a little bit different personal training and physical therapy, but it's, you know, it's, it's similar. And, and I, again, I learned a lot from that experience too. That's awesome. Yeah. Too bad you didn't really get much time. To yeah, do that. I know it, it was interesting because I, I started in January was a little slow. February things start picking up. And like in March, I'm like, it's it's starting to pick up a lot. Like I'm yeah. doing pretty well. And everybody knows like the, the people that I'm training, like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be gone in uh, June. Yeah. Um. So I wasn't trying to pick up my, you know, my caseload too much. Mm-hmm. But yeah, things start picking up a lot. I'm, you know, I'm seeing a good amount of people. I'm helping out a good amount of people get towards their goals. And then the shutdown happens and we kind of got to transfer, uh, move some things to online and doing home workouts. And some people were interested in it. Some people kind of just want to do their own thing. Yeah. You know, the motive, I'm sure the motivation for some was, wasn't exactly there. Yep. Um, but yeah, that, that was a challenge in itself. 
Yeah. And so you mentioned you're still, you still are training a couple people online. Tell us about like, what's, what's like your system or whatever. Like, how do you, how do you get people set up with online training? Yeah. Yeah. So it's for me personally, it's, I'm uh work right now with people that I've worked with in person. Totally. Um, and honestly, I, online training has been, uh, you know, again, an, another challenge just mm-hmm. figuring out because it's so much different when you're there in person, you can kind of help them through things and, and explain things. But online, it's it's more so for me, just turn into like programming um, their workouts for people, mm-hmm. programming progressions, and then kind of helping them work through that. And then, you know, every week we have, you know, a conversation of how the week went and, and that kind of mm-hmm. helps me progress to their, their next week. So it has helped that I already have a relationship with these people. Yeah. You're not just like meeting people virtually and then going from mm-hmm. there. You already had a relationship built up with them. Yeah, exactly. And there's, you know, so many of these, um, trainers online, they just have like set programs that everybody mm-hmm. does. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm all for that. I think that's awesome. It's getting people moving. It's getting people, you know, working towards their goals. But I like more of the kind of one-on-one personalized stuff. Everybody's totally. gonna, you know, different things are gonna work for different people. So, totally, yeah. totally. That's awesome. That's awesome. So you did all that, and then so you ended up moving to Arizona in June. You said. And then, okay. And then, so yeah, we started in July. We just finished our first semester of PT school. Yeah. That was, that was something for sure. Um, what it was, was fun. Yeah, no, it was, it was fun. It was a lot of, a lot of mm-hmm. stuff, but what do you, what was the, what were those first few weeks like of PT school for you? Man, they, they were tough. Um, especially, you know, how it was, you know, being online and, I'm, I like to move around. I like to, you know, socialize and, uh, just the hardest part for me was being in my seat, like all day. Totally. I want to get up. I want to move around and stuff, but there's a learning curve with that. Um, a learning curve with all the material, definitely. Um, Mm -hmm. a lot more than I had an undergrad. Um, and, but for me, it took a while to just realize that this is what I want to do. So like, being able to relate everything that we're learning to like how I'll be able to apply it in my, you know, Mm. my future practice and future with being a healthcare and helping people. Um, so that learning curve took a while. That's really good. And I actually had a similar moment where I was in school and I was just like, damn, like I have to, I feel like I can't do anything else except study all day. Mm. But I actually, and I don't even remember like how, this happened, but I was listening to someone else and they were kind of talking about the same things you were saying is just like, you have to remember why you're in school and why you're doing all of this like hard work because it's all, it all, it's for a reason. And that really, that kind of like rejuvenated me and just like my motivation for school, because for a while I was just like grinding through it. Like I, and I couldn't see, so I, I had to take a step back and see the bigger picture. And that really helped me out a lot. Yeah, definitely. The same thing for me. Another thing that helped me is really realizing that even though we're going through everything that we're going through, I look back and I'm like a year from a year ago today, this is exactly the position that I want to be in. So like, mm-hmm. how can I complain? How can I yeah. not want to do this? You know what I mean? Totally. And again, kind of like you're like, you know, awakening, rejuvenating experience for you. That that's kind of what hit home for me. And I'm like, all right, 
Like, let's get this going. I'm ready. Yeah, no, that's awesome. That, that's so true. It's like we worked so hard to just get into this position. And now it's like we're here and mm. it's like shouldn't really be complaining. I mean, yeah, there's stuff to complain about, but it's like exactly big picture, like totally worth it. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So what what kind of things like because I know for me, it was tough to balance like my school and my work life. And I really or not my like my school and my outside life. Um, exactly. What, how, how did you manage that? How did you manage that balancing act? I think I'm still trying to manage it, honestly. Same, um, same. I, you know, I, I try to, it took me a little bit, but I, eventually like I came down with a, a schedule. I, I'm not one to like write down a schedule or plan anything. It, it would honestly probably help me, but I'm more of like the spontaneous but eventually, you know, I worked on the schedule of, okay, this day I'm really grinding on this class. This day mm-hmm. I'm really grinding on this class. Yep. Um, but I do think my like time management skills from undergrad and being a student athlete that has helped a lot. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm kind of used to not having all that much free time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that has helped me to kind of, I guess, tips that I've used is just being able to step away, having that like mind break and on, for me it's it's like the gym that's that's yeah. my big time that's where i can step away uh-huh. um and then and then a lot of reflecting um just having conversations with others and talking about things that we're learning totally. that has helped too totally what's your uh tell us about your your gym routine and like what do you what do you do yeah so right now well, i haven't been in the gym bit gyms are shut down here yeah um but right now i am I, I say I'm a wannabe Olympic weightlifter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I, you know, in football, we did a little bit of like weightlifting stuff, but I, I didn't get serious into weightlifting probably in the past year. Uh-huh. Um, so the snatch and the clean and jerk. So yeah. right now my goal is to eventually start, uh, do a competition. So, you know, my, I'm Hell everything yeah. that I'm, everything that I'm doing is to try to improve my snatch and clean and jerk. Nice. Nice. So you're, I mean, are you just doing Olympic lifts and then just like variations of those when you, when you go yeah. to the gym? Yeah. Yeah. So there, I, I follow a program right now from, it's called juggernaut training systems. Um, and so yeah, it's, it's either, there's usually a snatch or a, a clean and jerk variation. And then there's, you know, a squat, uh, and then all the accessories with that. So a lot, mostly strength work. Yeah. Damn. That's awesome. When are you, uh, you eyeballing any competitions soon or what? We'll see. I, I had some goals that I wanted to hit before, but totally. I do I do think if if I schedule that competition, then it would it would kind of help me get on get more on track. But yeah, 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 the plan is eventually, and we'll see. If, I know they started doing some competitions here, uh, or uh, not here, but in Arizona. So I'll have to take a peek at the schedule. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so it seems like you got you got the physical aspect of like health down. Like you're taking care of that what kind of things do you do for like your mental health or just like, I don't know, like what kind of other things do you do to take care of yourself? I wish I slept more to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, I, I think I would say my, the physical stuff is, is kind of what helps my like mental stuff. That's for me. It's when I'm in the gym, it's like, I'm focusing on that Mm because there's with, you know, with school when, when I'm not, you know, when I'm just sitting at home, I'm like thinking like, dang, what do I need to get do? What do I need yep. to get done? I have this, this, this that I need to get done, these assignments. But when I'm in the gym, it's like 
shut all that away. I Man. like, I'm, I'm focusing on this workout. I'm focusing on what I need to like do for this workout. Totally. So that's helped. That's helped my mental space there. That's awesome. And that's actually such a good point because like, I've always thought that you like, well, I mean, even like the science tells us that exercise is good for your mental health, but like mm-hmm. you, it really like everything is so interconnected, you know, like all the aspects of our health is so interconnected. And so mm-hmm. when you're, if you're like improving yourself physically, like in the gym, like all those other areas are going to get boosted too. Definitely. Oh yeah, okay. definitely. That's I, I can relate it to like this. How, that's how it was in football. Uh-huh. Whatever is going on in my life. Like if I'm, you know, if I'm in there in the locker room with my teammates or if I'm on the field with my teammates, like that's what's on my mind. So yeah, I, I think that was important for me. Dang. That's awesome. Yeah. seems like you got a lot of good, like just like a lot of good ways to do things like from being a student athlete. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's that experience was, you know, I learned so much from that experience. That's awesome. So when we're, so we're coming up to this next semester and Mm. we've got, I mean, we've gotten our schedules and it's pretty, pretty crazy. Oh yeah. yeah. So what would you, if you were going to give someone some tips on just like based off of your experience now, like, what would you give, what kinds of advice would you give? I guess even like to your past self, like what kind mm-hmm. of advice would you give to someone who's in PT school right now? I would say like one thing is just that everything is going to be okay. <laughs> yeah. Like you, you are in this position, like the school chose you to be in this position. So like you can do it. Totally. One thing. It's, it's so easy to be, you know, worry. And like I was explaining earlier, we have all this, you know, all this material and we're, like looking back to our first semester, like how much did we learn? We learned so much. Like we have so much information that we have in our brains now and we're going to continue to learn. So Uh just having to understand like everything is going to be okay. Yeah. (laughs) Like we might, might not get the grade that you wanted or something might not go the way that you want it to go. And you know, that's happened for me in the first semester, but I just realizing that it's going to be okay. Yeah. I think we, yeah, we all need that reassurance sometimes because I know, like it can feel like the end of the world when you're not Mm -hmm. doing too hot in school, but that's, that's so true. That's a great reminder. Exactly. Yeah. And then, okay. So just to like wrap things up, like what advice would you give to anyone who is applying to PT school or just like interested in PT? They're not sure. Like what kind of advice would you give to these like prospective students trying to get in? Yeah, I I would say, like find out if this is really what you want to do, like, you know, through my experiences, through shadowing, through training. So get as much experience as you can in the field or as much experience as you can outside of the field. And, you know, just talk to people. Like you said earlier, Taylor, people want to help. Mm. I, you know, if, if someone were to reach out to me, you know, DM me on Instagram, I would be mm-hmm. happy to explain my process of getting, you know, of application and my, pro- mm-hmm. like everything that I've been through in school. So um, reaching out to people, getting experiences and then reflecting, you know, reflecting is super important too. um, realizing that who you want, like, who do you want to be? Who, who are you now? And like, what does it take to get to where you want to be is important. And then just kind of, if, if you figure that out, just got to put your head down and grind for it. Dude, that is, that is some great advice right there. Mm-hmm. Thank you. 
Bo, thank you so much for sitting down with me and talking. I really appreciate this. This was a great conversation. I think you gave some really, really good advice to just everyone, really. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on, Taylor. This is, this is awesome that you're doing this. Yeah, thanks. All right. That was awesome. Big thank you to Bo for sitting down and sharing his story with me and with all of us. I think there's a lot of wisdom to be taken from his experiences and what he shared. Thank you to everyone that continues to support the podcast. I truly appreciate it. Please share this podcast with anyone that you think might be interested. Remember to check it out every Wednesday. We'll be coming out with new episodes. Can't believe it's already February of 2021. The year is flying by. But anyways, thanks again for listening. Stay safe, and we'll see you next time.